You're now tuned in to the One Shot Podcast hosted by Vincent and John. This show contains movie spoilers, R-rated content, and Hollywood's hottest takes on movies old and new. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to the One Shot Movie Podcast, where we break down movies and we rate them on four different scales, acting, plot, rewatchability, and overall rating. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Johnny. Welcome back to the show. We have a fantastic returning guest on the show with us today, and we are revisiting a sequel to a movie that we reviewed a little longer than a year ago. So, yeah, roughly. Right. So super excited to talk about this movie. Um, What a year it's been since we talked about the last one. And here we are. So for those what, of a- what an engagement we got on that. We got the actual voice of Kingpin himself to like one of our Instagram reels. That was pretty cool. Uh Lee yeah. Schwarber, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Um, oh, the episode of Into This. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the money, Spider Man. Yeah. It's because I said it. It's because I, I said it. Cool. Was it that one? Yeah. Was it you did. That- was it that it was that real? Yeah, I don't know if it was to be honest. That would have been so funny if it was. But uh for those of you who don't know who this is joining us today, please introduce yourself. I'm back, I'm Gabe, and they gave me the shirt, so we're repping that. One shot movie podcast, check it Let's out. Let's go. But we're here to reviewing across the Spider-Verse, and I'm also gonna be back for Beyond the Spider-Verse whenever that comes out. Damn straight. Apparently, <laughs> So July. let's let's jump into this before we even get through this uh, script here. Apparently, they're saying that this movie is going to be delayed like super far, like another well, year. Yeah, it was supposed to be. I, I heard it was supposed to be released in March yeah. at first and then got pushed back to July. But I heard I it's supposed know. to be pushed back to 2025. Really? Well, yeah. It's like half Which of the be team total quit. dog, bro. Like fifty percent of the team quit. Yeah, from what I read, they were working like seven days a week, like twelve or eleven hour days. But like realistically, but like, that's not most that abnormal. People do that. That's a regular job. Yeah, most people do that. There's plenty of people that I know that do that themselves. And like that's look nothing at nurses crazy. and doctors, and well, they don't work like seven days a week, but still, there are people who need the they're money on call. and they work. They're on that. call like weekends. Still, yeah, no, but that's. Studios work those hours, so exactly. Hey, we might need you to come a little closer to hear you better. Yeah, I was saying that uh, the animators that work for like anime studios work those same hours, and look at—I mean, you're not familiar with any studios, but they be working them. Yeah, right. So that's just part of the process, I guess. Laziness. Third generation, man. I don't know. Um, but Vinny, if you want to break this movie down, tell us a little bit about it. So, uh, of course, it's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, the release date was June 2nd, 2023, with a PG rating and a runtime of 2 hours and 16 minutes. Uh, the genre is an action-slash-adventure. Um, and the reason why I'm, like, I'm kind of out of it and I'm kind of mellow today is i've been sick this whole week so just bear with me hey you shut it get a grip so moving forward uh the plot of this movie uh before i read it what is everyone's 
thoughts on it? Did we feel like it was good? Was there a total curveball that we didn't expect um, later in the film? What are your guys' thoughts? I think the actual plot itself was good. I think some of the execution could have been better. Okay. Me, I'd say, like, the plot was consistent throughout the whole movie until that curveball at the end, that absolute just jaw-dropping, like, he got... No. At uh-huh. that point, at, at that point, I didn't even know the movie was, like, gone for over two hours i'm like i know here i am thinking there's a whole other like two hours of content and (laughs) to be continued i'm like no i know well yeah dude i saw that i saw that ending where you know they're all there and she was like and i I brought some old friends with me then they all jump off the the building and then just peak to be continued and i'm like are you fucking kidding me i know that's great. Uh, I was so mad. A, a third installment to the series. I mean, we knew it was coming, but to be honest with you, I felt like I these didn't were going to was... be three separate stories, not yeah. one continuous story through all of them. But I like it, though. I just hate fucking cliffhangers. That's just my opinion. I, I like... love I love them, but hate them. Yeah. But I feel like the first movie could be its own story. Yeah, no, that's fair. And this second movie is the one that has a sequel because the first movie is more like introducing Miles. And yeah, it has like the dimensional things, but we weren't introduced to like why Miles got his powers or like like the stuff that we find out in this. Yeah, that's essentially. Yeah. That's in the second movie and then this cliffhanger and like the last scene where he's in the wrong universe is the build up to like all the plot of the next movie. Like so with the end of the first movie, it was like, okay, there's gonna be another movie, but what's it gonna be about? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. But then how we know what the third movie's gonna be about. Yeah. And the thing and was that is whole they, thing is fucked. They didn't even need to make a second one. No. If they kept it as like a one off, still would have been great. Yeah. And I think it probably would have been rewatched even more. But, you know, of course, Sony and Marvel saw how well it did. They're like, you know what? I think we can uh, think we can work with something here. Yeah. And they did. But, so. But if you think about it, dude, five years it took them five years to come out with a second. one. And now they want to re- release another one within one year. Like it's yeah. not it's not it was never plausible. I don't know. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe they can figure it out and make it work, but I'd rather wait another year and have like another amazing movie like this was. So, rather than they rush it and it yeah, half assed. Exactly. Right. I'm cool. So, with that. yeah. But let's jump into the plot of this movie. Do one of you guys want to volunteer to read it? Or Ben looks like he's in the mood to read it. I hate you. <laughs> After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other Spiders. 
he must soon redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves most. Stop making fun of me for how I'm reading. <laughs> well, we didn't do you guys are like the kids in the classroom. Oh, brother. So Making, making noises when, when your buddy's trying to read out loud. <laughs> so that happened to me. <clears throat> hey, I mean... So this plot, do we think that what what you just read defines what this movie was about? Yeah, I think I it, feel like it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I feel like it was good. Um, so let's jump into the cast. Um, up first we have Shmeek Moore as the Miles Morales. Yeah, Miles Morales. Uh, you want to make fun of me? And he is known for Dope, Let It Snow. Samaritan, and then all the the Spider Verse movies that we have coming up, and previous ones. One, it's one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> up next, we have John's favorite, Mister Jake Johnson, as Peter B. Parker, um, most known for New Girl, obviously. Uh, yes, sir, let's be cops and tag. Um, I just rewatched Tag again like a month ago still holds up still good um it's funny it's a it's a good movie watch it on hulu love jake johnson one of my favorite actors and he's not nearly in enough projects they need him on more shows i know actually watch tv again if he was on more things oh well i've been thinking about starting up new girl but at the same time it's like i don't know you need to bro peak i didn't i never finished it I got like the like the last season. And I was like, no, nah, I can't finish it because I don't want it to end. So I well, never did. And it's been there's a lot of years. stuff that just came out. I just finished yeah. season two of The Bear on Hulu. That, one that was also that was also really good. Yeah. Um, then Secret Invasion that just came out with episode two. Then yeah. I just started watching uh, Suits on Netflix. I I literally just started watching that too. Dude, it's great. I yeah. love it. I see. I, I always see things, suits of like clips of that on. That's why I started watching it on Netflix. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> but let's jump, let's jump back to the cast. What? Who do we got up next? Oh, we got Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy, aka Spider Gwen. She's known for Ender's Game, Pitch Perfect Two, The Edge of Seventeen, and Bumblebee, and she's also a singer. That's true. Um, So a lot of these people, we have a gigantic cast. A lot of them have been in a lot of projects. So we're going to try and keep it short and and, uh, condense a little bit just so we can get through and talk about the actual really good stuff for this episode. So just bear with us as we we dive through this uh, part of the script. So uh, up next, we have Brian Tyree Henry. I'm sure you guys are familiar with him from other episodes that we've talked about him. How many uh, How many episodes has he been in by now? At least two, oh, maybe three? three. This might be three? This is three, because we did... He wasn't in Get Out. No, he... Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Bullet Train, Into the Spider-Verse, and then this yeah. one, right? He wasn't in any other movie. I feel like he might have been, but I don't know. He's in... In the, in the comments, let us, let us know yeah. if... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh but he brian tartry henry plays jefferson davis or miles's dad which totally fucking blew my mind when i found that out for the first time i um, know and he is known for don't let go child's play joker which i never really knew about 
and then some a couple of other things that we've just mentioned. So yeah. Um, funny thing is, is like even if you try to listen for it, you can't. You tell. can't tell exactly. No. Like you have no idea. I know it's it's crazy. I never put it together. Yeah, that's like the difference between like acting and voice acting. Like sometimes actors they're so good at like voice acting that you can't even tell. Like, wait, that's really yeah. Well, I mean, I look that's at Jack crazy. Black uh, playing Bowser for for yeah. a while. You could barely tell it was actually Jack Black. That's true. Um, I still have to see the Mario movie. Now that I think about it. It was it's pretty enjoyable. Good. It's not good. It, was, it but wasn't. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll still watch it. I know. That's why I watched it. It was it was enjoyable, but it's not something to watch again. There were some parts that, that made me uh, give a little chuckle. Yeah. But the story's kind of dog, I won't lie. It's really, yeah. really basic. Yeah. There's not much of a story with the Mario Bros. I know. Yeah, and they're going to but... try to make like a series, a franchise out of it. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Super Mario Bros. Mario Kart Grand Prix? Nope. Everything's <laughs> in the everything is in that movie. Oh shit. They got they have Super Super Smash, they have uh, Mario Kart, uh Super Mario 3D World, like all it's, of that. That's intense. They got a lot of stuff in it, but yeah. even Mario Galaxy. That's gotta be next. They No, there's no way. They have the star yeah. from it. Yeah. But they don't have any reference to actual Mario Galaxy. My one of my favorite video games. That of game all. is so good. I've never played that. I've never actually played fun. Mario Galaxy. It was pretty. Fun. I was always Mario Kart and like Mario, like Super Mario World. And like yeah, bro, Super Mario Galaxy. So my mom good. wouldn't buy me Mario Galaxy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so good. My bad. I'm waiting for number two to get put on the Switch so I can insta buy it. Oh, uh, uh, there you go. I was like, Galaxy Two has been out for the Wii for years. I was like, just I have a Wii. I have a Switch. Buy a Wii off eBay for like twenty bucks. No, they're not twenty um, bucks. They're like one hundred seventy dollars. Why? Because it's considered a retro console now. Yeah, shit, it's just wild. All right, it came out in twenty ten or two thousand nine. Yeah, no, damn. I don't know what the fuck we did with ours, but we should have kept it. Broke mine. <laughs> mad yeah so but, um, up next we yeah, have luna lauren velez as rio morales known for dexter uh oz and the first purge dexter another fantastic show i talked about this in the first episode with uh gabe and the original spider-verse um that's a really really great show that you guys gotta check out okay up next is Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara. He's known for X-Men Apocalypse, Star Wars, Episodes 7 through 9, and Moon Knight. Okay, we get it. Moon, yeah. Moon Knight's okay. No, no, I was saying <laughs> 7 through 9. Uh, seven oh, through nine. yeah, those are dog. I, 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 no I enjoyed Moon Knight. Yeah, it was good. I it, thought the, it the was cool. The beginning is very slow, and then it picks up, but... um. Yeah, another one he's in uh, Dune. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. So that was kind of it was kind of cool, but yeah. But didn't they also? Wasn't it not called Dune Part One until like they saw how good it did? I think so. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be a one-off. Yeah. So. And then know. like it it 
did so well at the box office where they were like, oh, I guess I guess we're going to make part two. Yeah. Um, this is a difficult name. Um, <laughs> up next we have Jason Schwartzman as Spot yeah. or the Spot. Um, he is known for Rushmore, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Asteroid City, which I haven't seen. Have either of you seen it? No. You want to hear the funny thing though? Two of those movies, Rushmore and Asteroid City. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason and Justin. Uh, have been. Talking oh, about really? them nonstop at work. Rushmore, <laughs> Jason said, or yeah, Jason says Rushmore is the stupidest fucking movie that Justin told him to watch. Oh god! And and Justin loves Rushmore. And I looked up the trailer. I go, I I look at it. I'm like, this looks ridiculous. I'm like, this looks bad. <laughs> you know, this looks rough. Yeah. Came out in '98. I was Ooh. like, I wasn't even born. Ninety-eight, damn, oh, brother. We're all born in two thousand one. I know. Um, but yeah, look forward to uh, maybe seeing Jason back on the show eventually. Maybe, um, maybe Justin if he picks a decent movie. Yeah, we'll have to see. That's true. Um, so who do we have up next? Uh, we have. Issa Ray, I'm assuming, as Jessica Drew or Spider Woman, known for Insecure, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, and Little. She hasn't really done much, honestly. Hmm. I've never heard of any of those projects, to be honest with you. Me neither. But um, they were all TV shows. They would none oh, of them okay. were movies. So first movie then. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. I don't think I've heard of any of them. But... Wait. What? What? This next one, I had no idea. Me neither. Are you kidding? And I get to read it. Up next, we have Daniel Kaluuya as Hobby Brown or Spider-Punk. That's wild. Yeah. Known for Get Out, Nope. I had no idea. Kick-Ass 2. All fantastic. I actually remember seeing... He's... um. He's the guy that comes in with the chain when Killmonger gets brought into the into the like the room with all the ambassadors. He's the Rhino Wrangler. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, here's the proof that he's part of the family. Yeah. He has the the chain with the necklace on it. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's another person who's been on the uh on the show about three times, Daniel Kalua. Yeah. Uh for get it out, nope. Um and now, uh, yeah, across that's, the Spider Verse. True. Kickass Two was such a good movie. <laughs> it was. It was. It was good. That was Apparently, they were supposed to be making a third one, but really, yeah. Huh. Uh, but I guess I guess they're not. Maybe they are. I don't know. In the works. In the works. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We hope. We'll see. Um. So up next we have Karan Sony as Paviter Pravak. Praharker, right? I don't know, but I want you to try to say it again. Praviter, well, I know how to say the first name. Praviter Praharker, I think, I don't know. Sure, yeah. Good enough. But we've we've known this actor, um, been in a couple of good projects. Uh, Deadpool 1 and 2, our taxi driver. Um, 
and oh yeah dopender yeah good old dopender uh safety not guaranteed and then the tv miracle workers i watched office christmas party a while ago i can't remember if it was any good to be honest i have no idea probably something stupid sounds like it yeah personally but one and two peak great <laughs> literally great can't wait for agree with uh wolvie mm-hmm. wolverine back that looks that like movie is gonna be so fucking good yeah it like better a... be if I, not I i'm so. gonna be so pissed i know it's such if a they, wasted if opportunity they, if they fuck it up i'm gonna be so mad i know um, but up next, we have Shay Wiggum as George Stacy, known for Take Shelter, Nonstop, Splinter, and Risk Cutters, A Love Story. Not heard of a single one yet again. <laughs> I think I know what Nonstop is. Let me make sure. I think. I just want to double check. Did you really have to copy and paste that? You couldn't spell non-stop? Oh, that's what Nonstop is. It's with um fuck, what's his name? Ah, there it is. Liam Neeson. Uh he's like he's an air marshal. Okay, I'll just read the plot. Alcoholic and world world weary US Air Marshal Bill Marks, Liam Neeson, lost his passion for his work long ago. Even though lives are potentially at stake during every flight, he sees the assignment as just a desk job. However, his ordinary day at the office between becomes high stakes crisis during a flight to London. Marks receives a series of text messages demanding that he instruct the airline to transfer $150 million into an offshore account or a passenger will die every 20 minutes. I feel like I've heard of it to be honest. Yeah, I've definitely heard of it, but it came out in 2014. God damn. We're getting old. Nine years ago, bro. That, that was mean- 12. Jeez. So let's jump forward into our next segment. We have the director and or directors and their experience. Uh, Vinny, who do we have first? Uh, really? I don't know how to say this. I'll say it then. Thank you. I actually know someone who has this name. Joaquin Dos Santos. Thank you. Thank you. Directed and... on the legend. Oh, yeah, he hasn't directed much. A lot of these people haven't directed much, and I'm very surprised they were. Oh, went with people that uh, had very little experience. What happened? He just froze. Um, no, I I agree though. I feel like it's it's scary, but if the product comes out good. It's super impressive. So, oh, yeah. I like what they've done. I um, mean, our... I think they could have done a better job, yes. But it was um, still enjoyable, though. So I don't have any real gripes, to be honest with you. I, I kind of I, I now want to see what the original directors yeah. would have done with this movie. I don't know how, mu- how much different it would be, though, to be honest with you. yeah, I feel like they would have cut out some of the middle stuff. The, the unimportant stuff. Who knows? Um, but up next, we have another director here, Kemp Powers, and they directed 
or sorry, they co-directed the movie Soul, which is actually a really, really good uh, Disney Pixar movie. It's cute. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah, that movie's yeah, good. It was good. I guess they wanted like two directors that have like animated movie experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, not really movie with Joaquin Dos Santos <laughs> TV series. But still but, animated. Credible, a very credible show that he directed was The Legend of Korra because that was peak. Yeah, it was a yeah. spinoff of Avatar. The Last Airbender. Heard that was good. Oh no, or was it a prequel? The Last Airbender was first before The Legend of Korra. Okay. okay. Like takes place like timeline wise? Yeah, timeline is Avatar The Last Airbender and then The Legend of Korra. Alright. And then they're coming out with another series, I think, in like two years, and the Avatar is going to be an Earthbender. Really? What? Yeah. Okay. Because Aang was air, Korra was water, and now they got to do Earth. So now an Earthbender Avatar is next. Hmm. The more you know, let's keep. I don't know any of this shit. I don't know. Um, but I want to jump into visual effects. So okay, uh, I guess we're not gonna read the last director. No, I know. I was I said I was gonna get there if you would let me speak. Um, our last director before we jump into visual effects, Justin K. Thompson. They directed Justice movie. I'm sure there's other like producing and acting or whatever credits. Um, but we just want to give them no, their their really. spotlight. Literally, all, all that their credit was was this movie. Damn. Then that's a little sad. That's so powerful to put on his resume. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Vinny, I'll let you take it away with some of the visual effects. Um, so I really enjoyed the paper vulture. I thought that was really cool how they were able to mix and match everything due to the fact that it's a different style of animation or different texture, I guess you could say. Um, which is very interesting to see because you can see the outline of like the paper vulture and everything, and it it pops out of like Gwen Stacy's world and it's weird it's just it's, it's so weird cool. but it looks so good um and same yeah, thing what was Hobie like he yeah yeah oh my god Hobie and like how so he cool. and like how he changes like colors and shit and yeah I love that because he doesn't conform to the rules of society yeah um also even with um the live action like cameos that we get to see yeah, the, are... the the um you know it's it's not like they're out of place but also it's not like they stand out mm-hmm. in a bad way um but i just really funny. huh the lego the... oh my yeah. god it was so different to see that i was like really they have a lego? i never i didn't i didn't think they were going to bring lego into this but i thought that was hilarious yeah. Neither did I. But wow! If you guys didn't know, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Gabe. If you want to finish, you good. Um, if you guys didn't know, the Lego animation was done by a fourteen-year-old. Vin just told me that today. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Done by a kid who was fourteen. I thought he would. I thought Gabe would have heard it by now. So like, I thought so too. But we were playing Minecraft, so I was just like. Yeah, did you know the Lego scene was done by a 14-year-old? He goes, what? Yeah. I go, yeah. I, I was totally, like, mind-fucked by that. Yeah. I had no idea. So, freaking 14 years old. How do you... And they bring him on? How do we, how do we compete with that? 
14. I said this and I've, I'll say it again. Chris Williams always says our competition is in kindergarten right now. And clearly that he is right. Clearly by saying that. So yeah. <laughs> we got outclassed by someone that we're like 10 years older than. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, easy. Not that old, like eight. Um, I also kind of, I liked but disliked the opening scene with Gwen, like with all the uh colors and everything. Like I wasn't sure if I enjoyed it or not. Mm-hmm. Like it was hard to kind of tell. I think maybe because there was a lot going on with the different colors that it was either not grabbing my attention or it was like, you know, I, I stimulation. Yeah, it seemed like it was a lot. Well, the reason that they do it that way, her universe is supposed to be uh, like a mood ring. So however she's feeling around her, the colors change. So if she's really sad, it got really blue and very like light. And if she got mad or upset, it would change to like a red or an orange. So if you watch movies, Where did you throughout, find this information? Um, it was in an interview, I believe I saw it. So it's her whole world is like a mood. Like at the end of the movie, when her and her dad hug, the entire color on the screen changes, which I thought was totally fucking right. so, so cool. And we see in the first movie, too, we just don't put two and two together. Right. Kind of just like how we never put two and two together with the spider and the glitch. But, you know. Yeah. Somehow nobody put that together after all these years. Yeah. The more you know. Now you know. Yeah. And then we find out why that spider was glitching. And it's just like. Like, I don't get how no one put that together. Yeah, seriously. Crazy, but. It should not have been a plot twist. But I know. To like that no one figured it out. Because we never really. in Because I think we were more focused on. I think we were more focused on figuring out. You know, okay, this guy's glitching. But how are they going to send them back? Like, how are they going to stop? Like, how, like, I think we're more focused on, on the plot aspect of it than the little nitty gritty. The fine, the fine details. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. Any visual effects that stand out to you, Gabe? Uh, just like the fact that like every universe had like its own color scheme. So like Miles's universe was like normal because that's like the main universe. And then we go to the other universe, universe 42, and it's like darker and like there's more it's like it's like a moodier color scheme when at the end when they found out that Miles of that universe is the prowler. Yeah. So, and he has like his hair is different because it's a different universe, obviously. So right. he got the more Puerto Rican hair. He got the the long braids, silky, flowy. But then in his actual Earth, he has tight curls. But I think that's like a way to like really differentiate between the two. And also, like what we were talking about before, the the fact that the paper vulture and Hovi they had like completely like eye popping different animation styles and different it just looked kind of crazy like even like with the introduction and also when we were in Mumbatman 
the Indian Spider-Man universe, it's like yellow, it's bright. Yeah, that was cool. Right. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what it looks like in Mumbai. Cause... I love how they played on the, the, the like, uh, not stereotype, but the, the, like, fact that there's always traffic in India. They're I like, know. here's traffic, here's some more traffic, and here's some more traffic. <laughs> that was great. I love that. It was so funny. There are a lot of little, uh, like, I want to say, like, stupid lines that were just, like, really funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, For me, visual effects, I feel like they were all around really good, just like the first one. But I felt like some of the animation style was, like, on another level compared to the first one. Um, Nothing really that stuck out that we haven't said already. Um, But just everything, I felt like animation style was, like, ticked up to 11. Uh, I just felt like it was overall just really, really great. Like even the um, like they were really choreographed. Yeah. I know. Um, is there any other visual effects we have, or can we move on to our next segment? I don't have anything else. We can uh, skedaddle. Okay. Um, real quick, we're gonna jump into some music. I feel like the soundtrack for this one was okay. It was, was not nearly as great as the first one, but it's so hard to compete with it because that's probably one of the best soundtracks ever made. I feel like. Maybe I'm going a little too far was, with that. I was but utterly like, disappointed by this. Yeah, I wouldn't. And they said, and they said they had like really. I I mean, I don't really know who did the, who did the music. Metro. Okay. okay. Metro. <laughs> Metro be booming. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like the soundtrack. It wasn't, wasn't great, but it wasn't like totally, totally terrible. Um, I was just expecting a lot more because I feel right. like everybody I, and, was. And the thing is, is I wasn't disappointed with the outcome of the music, like the actual songs. Yeah, I was disappointed of uh, on like how they used them. Yeah, and... I know, I agree. Because there are some really good songs, but I just felt like some of them you could use a better part of the song in a better scene. So, right, like like the first the first movie they used. They use the music diegetically, meaning like he's listening to the yeah. song in his headphones while doing stuff. Also, it's it's using it to to help tell the story, like the leap of faith. You know, I'm not scared of the dark. And then he just, you know, as soon as as soon as uh, There's I know music. that's when Uncle was that when Uncle Aaron dies. I don't know. It's one of them. But like he uses the 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 music that that it's is used really well. Yeah, it's being used to help tell the story, and I thought that's what they were gonna do with this. They didn't. It was more of no. a score for those moments, which I was kind of disappointed in because I wanted to hear something that I can like, like listen to. You know, right. I don't want to listen to a score to be honest with you. Like some scores are good, yes, but like I'm not gonna listen to a score in the car. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, no, and also, I wanna I wanna voice this opinion out here so you know the scene where miguel is holding miles down on the train and mm-hmm. he he's like miguel's like yelling at him like yeah like, you don't know what you're doing or, or like whatever so you know whatever it is and well when he tells him he's the original anomaly, anomaly? <laughs> oh yeah like yeah. yeah he's like talking to him like that but like and then uh he shocks him. Yeah. 
he goes, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. And then he shocks him. Imagine you just heard right after that, all you heard was, can't stop me now. That would have been like, nice. He goes, they like, that would have been fire. They should have used a different song, but like, you know. an A song, at least. Yeah. But like, they used it to promote the trailer. So I, I was like, I was kind of hoping. One would have thought they maybe would have, but I don't know. It's it's frustrating because this movie had a lot of potential in terms of the, the music, strictly. And yeah. it was just kind of just like, eh. But I don't know. I guess Maybe like the, the soundtracks of like the... You really really call Miguel O'Hara a villain. I guess you would call him like an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. But his intro was good the spots was like it was it had that same intensity of the prowlers in the first yeah. movie. so it oh yeah that's it true it was that, that same mood if that makes I know. sense so well, yeah that, when he that, first that they did it right yeah yeah well when he agree. first showed up in like spider gwen's universe you know you hear that and it's like well, damn it's like whoa it's like whoa <laughs> Calm down, Jamal. Uh, <laughs> did we have any other notes on music, or can we move forward? Let's keep it moving. All right. Um, do All we right. have any like notes on voice acting, or should we keep rolling? No, I think everybody did their job pretty well with for voice acting. I think we don't need to agree. touch on it too much. Yeah. So I think this is our biggest segment, to be honest. Um. Yeah, so we let let's do we each say there's twelve here, so let's each say four, and then, you know, we'll try to try to get through them pretty okay. quickly. Um, whoever wants to start can go. I'm the guest, so. Okay, go for it. I was saying like, oh, I'm the guest that you should go first, but oh no, go for it, dude. <laughs> so, a few ones that were. By the way, this segment's Easter eggs. Oh yeah. yes, sorry. I thought I said it, but maybe not. We got we got quite a few that were like pretty prominent throughout the movie. Firstly, the one that I noticed, like like, was actually the PS4 Spider Man. I noticed that. I saw. I didn't see it in the movie, but I saw it. Like someone took a screenshot and put it on TikTok. It was the spectacular Spider Man from the animated TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, doesn't he have a line? Oh yeah, like he stands yeah. out from the other Spider Man, and then like he says something. Mm-hmm. That's he what might I thought. Be like a one liner kind of thing. And I think that's yeah. the one that's usually voiced by Drake Bell, but yeah. I don't think they. I, I think don't it think was they got him. I don't think he no, was for it, the movie. It was somebody else. He was credited as as something else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then we had Childish Gambino as the live action Prowler. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I saw that, I was like, I was like, dropping like the nest. I was like, oh, <laughs> when I saw him as the live action Prowler, I was fucking like waiting. I to... heard that there were Easter eggs and then my jaw dropped when I saw that because I was not. Well, dude, I that. like I text you, I think, when when I saw that and I go yeah. big. Fu-, I, I like I'm pretty sure I said like big fucking Easter egg or something. Mm-hmm. You said three or four big Easter eggs. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Every time I saw, like, a huge Easter egg, I'd be like, four, four Easter eggs. Yeah, but last time last time you watched something and told me there was an Easter egg was fucking when fucking Lizzo and Jack Black were in fucking that Star Wars shit. 
You told me that. Oh, oh. brother. No, you told me something about Star Wars. Okay. You told me that. Either and way. It was, and it was Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Jack Black was in that too. Yes, I know, but it oh. was also Doc Brown. Oh, you told to me future. you told me Doc Brown. Okay. Yeah, that cat's like a hundred years old. Shit. And before you guys get sidetracked again, everyone's favorite Toby Maguire made a little appearance. So that was a nice little memento to the live action Spider Man fans. I thought that was really cool the way yeah. that they brought you know those guys in they it was it was really creative yeah. oh yeah i guess it I like kind it. of like explained why because like back then like when the first like toby Maguire movies came out and then all of a sudden like andrew garfield like right who's this yeah. guy like this was back then like when we had no idea that marvel was gonna turn this into the spider-verse like yeah no, right like who would have? Like, what the fuck is it? Who would have thought in two thousand five that Marvel would have had like the brains to tie every single Spider Man together? Yeah. yeah, it's just it's a credit to the to Stan Lee to the other creative team members of, and it's just yeah, it's crazy. Very, very, very clever. Did we see a Stan Lee cameo in this movie? I don't recall. Which one? He was dead. No, was dead. no cameo. I thought they maybe would have called back to something, but in the last movie, but I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next four I'll take. Um, we have the Spider-Man's popsicle. To be honest, I don't recall when that came up again. I've been seeing a lot of memes of like it's it's chasing after Miles. It was like it's very <laughs> tiny and it's literally chasing after Miles. I don't remember it. People find that. Fuck. I don't know, but it's go so it. funny. I gotta John, go if if you look it up, if yeah. if you're not lazy, uh, put product, it on put, put it, it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, up next is the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. He made an appearance just just as Tobey Maguire's did. Um, let us know who your favorite Spider Man was in the comments down below. Uh, is it Toby? Is it Andrew? Or is it Tom? Or is it Miles? Or Miles? Um, let us know. Miles. Well, what I was saying is, I'm surprised. I when I when I first saw Andrew, I thought it was it was gonna be him with Gwen, not mm-hmm. him with Captain Stacy. But then yeah. it kind of comes it out sense. that it's that it captain of the police or father figure type deal has to kind of die. Yeah, um, something along those lines. It's part of the canon. Scan an event, bro. Yeah. You know what I you know what I hate seeing? And I've been seeing this a lot on TikTok. People saying that MJ should have died in No Way Home. Yeah. But since Andrew that. was such there, fucking it's, horse it's shit. such bullshit. And they're like, oh yeah, and then the universe ripped apart. The universe fucking ripped a, it ripped apart because uh Green Goblin fucking exploded the thing. Yeah. Not because it was a canon event. Fuck you. Shut the fuck. Like, no. It was already falling apart, so I feel like it wouldn't have affected it. But exactly. It who just the hell pit- knows? That just pissed me off. Yeah, who knows? Um, Up next is the Lego Spider-Man. I know we touched on it a little bit before, but the whole Lego Spider-Man little universe is really cool. Animated by that 14-year-old kid. 
um just really really impressed about the entire thing it was so. it was really cool yeah i was it was really well done yeah i really was not expecting to see anything no like, neither was i shit's awesome like, yeah. like what's going on here and yeah. just to figure out that a 14 year old did that today it's yeah, like, so mind- impressive he did it in a matter of two weeks too during his spring break yeah yeah what were it's we doing so impressive. spring break you're looking at it in in sixth grade or seventh grade, whatever grade he's in. Oh, uh, then probably playing fucking Black Ops too. Yeah, he's yeah. fourteen. That he's either an eighth grader yeah. or a freshman in high school. That's insane. Know, about right? the clout he yeah, got. that's true. He might be. Oh my god! Imagine the clout he got. From that's that. crazy. Man's got all the hoes <laughs> now. Yeah, but uh, Vinny, if you want to say our last couple Easter eggs here. Yes, so um, we have Gwen's band is called the Mary Janes, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. That was cool. I did notice that. It was yeah. subtle. Yeah, it said it on like the, the drum kit. On the, the drum. drum set, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, we, get, <laughs> we get a glimpse of Mrs. Chen from Venom. That was cool. Um, I thought that was very interesting. Um, she was completely unfazed. Yeah, I know. she was like, she was like, <laughs> I love that. Normal. The crazy thing I've seen. Don't worry. Yeah. I've been possessed by a fucking symbiote. <laughs> um, that was great. What in the chase scene, like when they're going through the training facility, you get a quick sound bite of Doc Ock going, "Yeah, hello, Peter." And I did hear it. Kind of sounds like the one from No Way Home. And I think it might be, but I don't know if he says it anywhere else in Spider-Man 2. He might. Who the hell knows? Right. And probably not in the same way, though, if he does. Right. But, like, then again, we'd have no idea. And Mayday, who is Peter B. Parker's daughter, has Spider-Ham on her pajamas. Uh, I, when they I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I thought I thought that was kind of cute because, you know, it's like a little reference, and then we see him later in the movie. Yeah. Um. So lastly, I have one Easter egg, which is kind of a question, or like not really an Easter egg, but you, I notice all the other Spider Men have little subtle um, appearances, but no Tom Holland Spider Man. I know one of you said that you had an idea or a thought on why, so let us know. Yeah, I, I came up with a little little hypothesis as to why (laughs) as to why we didn't see tom holland and i think it had something to do with the doctor strange and the spell that he cast to make everyone forget who tom holland was i think that could be the reason why we don't see tom holland in this movie yeah, but I heard about you that. Hear Miguel O'Hara saying like, "Oh, don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and Earth Nine Nine Nine." Yeah, but this was after the fact that he already cast the spell. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. That could be it. What do I know? I'm just a guy. Just Gabe. That's my theory as to why we don't see Tom though. To so know- I. I heard, and I don't know how true this is, but I heard it was actually cut. Really? 
there was this I heard there was there was a live action scene with Tom Holland, but I heard it was cut. Interesting. And we might not get it until Beyond the Spider-Verse. I would be okay with that. I mean, so, yeah, it would have been cool, but I'd rather have a ton of Easter eggs in this fucking third movie. Like I said, I'd rather wait and have a really, really good third product than have. But like, what if, what if that at the end of Beyond the Spider Verse, that's Miles's introduction into Into Live? Oh my god, that would have been so cool. That would be nuts. That would actually be nuts. Imagine this one ends like the the spot. Like he he defeats the spot, but it shoots him into the live action. Or hold up, this third movie, he figures it all out. He like gets out from miles he saves his dad and then he uses the go home machine and it sends him to live action with tom holland but why would it send him to live action i don't fucking know as long as it happens right who who would play him because i've seen i've seen a lot of different actors and that's going to be difficult i honestly think the kid from stranger things would be good i heard i heard him i don't know how i'd feel about it Maybe, maybe I not. Know. I don't think he gives off the the Miles Morales kind of like. I think he has the look, like mm-hmm. with the the hair and you know the um, you know the, because he's not he's not bulky either. He's kind of he's Lanky. kind of slim and like yeah. So yeah. I think he's got the look for it, um, but I don't know if he has the the like voice for it and like the demeanor i guess you could say yeah i don't know we'll see though i mean there's a lot of time before something like that could even happen so yeah you also gotta find like someone because compared to the first movie and the second movie miles looks considerably like his body like changes completely he's like like a twig but like you see like in the second movie like he's taller He's got like a little bit of lean muscle on him. He mm-hmm. he's, he's filled out a little bit, and he, it's yeah. even like they say it like, "Oh wow, Miles!" Like the auntie, yeah, like, oh, yeah. So like not, a, and his hair got bigger too. So. Yeah, exactly. And apparently he was, uh, fourteen in I know. into the Spider Verse because now he's fifteen. Yeah, but he looks like a twenty-three-year-old in this yeah. movie. I would have thought he was like 19. Because you hear him you hear him tell his tell him uh, his his parents, I'm 15, when are you gonna like stop treating me like a kid or something? And then in the beginning he he says, All right, let's do this one last time. For the for the you know, last year and whatever, I've been the one and only Spider Man. So yeah. he was fourteen in cross the spi- or into the Spider Verse. Damn. Which is nuts. I know. Um, do we have any other Easter eggs flabbergasted. <laughs> Um, I saw Spider-Man Zero real quick. Yeah. In, uh, in one of the things. Uh, I like Spider-Man Zero's suit. It's, it's cool. But also, he's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> it's the guy from Fortnite! Fortnite. Um, but yeah, no, I like... I like... <laughs> Oh my god. Who wants All to right. say No, no takers. Let's okay. let's keep it fam- family friendly here. Yeah. 
Um, so up next, let's jump into some movie ratings on websites. Um, kind of all over the place in terms of some of these. Uh, so let's start with IMDb giving it an 8.9. Um, uh, I want to I... I add one in here that we've never talked about before, but... Letterboxd I knew it. Had this I knew it. as the highest rated movie of all time. Okay, that's a bit much. For like three, four weeks. I don't know what it's... It's not number one anymore. That's that was low, as of two dude. weeks ago. But it was the highest rated movie of all time for a solid three and a half weeks. So. That's a little much. Yeah, or maybe two weeks because it did just come out in the beginning of the month. But still. For a while, it was the number one rated movie on Letterboxd, which is fucking a little ridiculous. Yeah. Above movies like Parasite. Like, 8.9. Feels a little bit harsh. Yeah. This is definitely a low nines movie. I think so, too. Um, Anything up, lower than a nine just feels wrong for this movie. Yeah, no, I agree. But I have some reasons why my score is a little uh, different than most people's. Um, up next, we have <clears throat> Metacritic giving it an 86 with a user score of 8.4. And then to round it off, we have Rotten Tomatoes with the God sending rating of, as a 96. Very high. But that's really high. That is I would agree. Not really high, but a little bit too high. It's a couple gonna, points too high. But I'm going to say something that I've been getting a lot of shit for. I don't think this was better than the first one. I completely agree. So that's why I've been getting so much shit for saying that. So that's why I can't simply give this movie a higher score than I did the first one. Right. So it's you'll see that in my my score later on. First one was fantastic. Yeah, no. This movie was really good. But I think it this movie took stand, too long. Does not stand even close to the first one. There's really but, not much going on until like the very end and then it goes to be continued and you're like, what the fuck? I wanted to see more. Yeah. I think maybe once a third one comes out and we see it all and then we unpack it, I think maybe the score can change, maybe go a little bit higher for me personally. But like as of right now, uh, it's see. not better than the first one. But who knows? We'll maybe have to, we'll have to wait till March and or later than that. Um. So yeah. Vinny, what do we have up next? Uh, We have... Opening weekend and overall earnings. The budget for this movie was a hundred million dollars. Only ten million dollars more than Into the Spider Verse. Watch that ten million dollars is going to that fourteen-year-old kid. Probably he didn't get anything. Probably got what? like thousand dollars at most. I'm pretty sure they he probably they, got they gave him the bag. Yeah, but probably got so much money. Child yeah. labor laws. <laughs> the the fact that it took him. Only two weeks to do that scene. Granted, it's short. I know. That kind of animation. It's so impressive. Super impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, opening weekend, this movie made $120 million, making back its budget. Um, and overall, so far, because it is still in theaters, uh, what, when we are filming this, don't know if it will be by the time it releases. So this today is June 28th. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. so it, it'll probably change by the time it comes out. Yeah, at least um, a little bit, but maybe not. Um, but overall, so far, it has made five hundred and sixty-six million dollars. That's pretty mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah, 
wow it was, it was highly anticipated so that yeah it's totally totally different than the first movie uh i feel like people we talked about this in the first one so i mean if you guys want to hear us talk about why the first one didn't make as much money as this one did uh go click to our first episode where we talk about into the spider-verse um and we break it down the entire concept of why the first one didn't make as much movies in make as much money in theaters as it did in this one yes so go check that out um and then let's hop right into our final segment of the show before our ratings uh our favorites since you're our guest gabe will let you go first what's your favorite scene and your favorite quote my favorite scene also has my favorite quote in it so that's two two birds one stone so it's (laughs) it's the part when um when miles is running away from all the spider-men and they're chasing him he's like oh he spider-man is running like go get spider-man he's like you 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 and and it's like that the meme the meme of the three spider-man like and he's going through sector four and it's just some random npc spider-man's like oh i got web on my face and you see miles (laughs) like oh crap (laughs) and then he starts hitting the jets no, but my favorite quote that's within that scene is when right after all the spider people are looking at each other, Miguel O'Hara, I coño, Miles, Miles Morales. <laughs> and that scene made me start cracking up laughing. It was I didn't even know he said it. I didn't hear it until the, the first uh until you pointed it out. I didn't yeah. hear it the first time. Oh my god, hilarious. I saw it on TikTok actually but I didn't hear it the two times I watched it. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I had to like pause the movie. I was like, Oh my God, that, that <laughs> funny I, thing that is. <laughs> yeah. Dominican and Cuban. Dude, I, I know. I hear you say that. Fair. So that, um, that really stood out to me. And that was definitely the, the best part for my Hispanic people out there. Hispanic representation. Um, did you know that uh, they used the meme twice in this movie? Yes. One on the Indian Spider-Man's world and another one where you just said it. Oh, is that when they're like in the colliders? Like, they're I mean, swinging in the spots, like talking to them. And like, like, which one are you talking to? Like, yeah. Yeah. I really wouldn't consider that like using the meme. I mean, I think the most prominent use of it was in that scene where yeah. you literally see like the little subtitles. Remember that we talked about in the first in the Into the Spider-Verse where they had written out like the sound effects of like. Wait. Right. So it said it like next to all the spider people is like you question mark you is a you. And that was right. A whole meme. It was like you. And they're all pointing at each other. Yeah. I coño, Miles. And I'm pretty sure other than PS the game Miles, Miles Morales <clears throat> is the only Miles Morales that we know of, other than Prowler Miles. Prowler, Miles. yeah. Because he's a mistake. You're the original anomaly. But I don't think we're gonna get any like knowledge of game Miles Morales. I don't think so. Because then it wouldn't make sense, you know what I mean? For all we know, this is the only Miles Morales. That's a Spider-Man. That's a that's a Spider-Man, yes. Yeah. 
Now, I'm my question is: Is this actually storyline, uh, Miles Morales, like comic book storyline, Miles Morales? Did his spider come from an alternate dimension? We have to wait for Beyond because now he's in the spider. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, comic book wise. Oh, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Might <laughs> might be something we have to look it up. If any of you guys know, uh, um, comment, comment please yeah uh, no, Engagement, no idea something <laughs> yeah let us know um but Vinny, let's hear your favorite scene and your favorite quote um so i have two favorite scenes um because i couldn't choose between uh these so there is there's the one scene where miles just got transported back but he's on the wrong earth we don't know he's on the wrong earth and he's swinging he's like racing to get home and you see you know you see a giant like spider crawling in the in the background, but it's all like what he's kind of seeing and like hearing and stuff. Um, so you see the spider, you see the spot, and then you see the the group of the old old gang pop up, um, and it's like talking about oh how you can't save everybody, and you know with with this job you know all this stuff you can't save everyone and i just really like that and it was it was you know put together so well um and it looked so clean uh and then my second favorite scene is uh the end the ending where he takes off his mask and then we see that it's miles morales as the prowler and then we all and then it cuts to gwen with the three three new recruits which is hobie um the indian spider-man and spider bite i think that's her name the one who's yeah, like uh, so. the vr yeah i guess that's the best way to describe yeah. it yeah she's cool i think she's gonna have a big part in it oh okay uh-huh. would she be considered live action too because, i don't know because she had like the goggles on and then if I'm not mistaken, it was actual person, and then was it? I thought it I was. Think so. I, I thought, thought it was, it was animated. animated. I cu- I could be wrong about that, but are you sure about that? No, I'm not. So I'll just shut up. Um, <laughs> and then they jump off the building, and it, that 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 honestly gave me chills. And then the screen goes black, and you're waiting for something to happen, and then to be continued just pops up, and you're like, "Fuck!" I was so pissed, dude. So I was angry. I, I watched that and I was like, I "Are you it, fucking though. serious?" I was like, "That's how they end it." Yeah, I was really oh. mad, but I could kind of tell that was gonna happen. My my spider sense went off, telling me that I was uh, gonna see a to be continued. Yeah. Just because like the build up and the music and like the suspense at the end of the scene, like you, I feel like it was it was gonna happen. Unfortunately, I didn't expect it because I thought there was more to the movie. So did I, to be honest. But like, it went so fast. Yeah. Wait, I've been watching this for two. It went. Hours. It went really fast, but it also went slow. Like there was, there was like, there wasn't a lot. It seemed like there wasn't like a shit ton that happened, but yeah. also it seemed like there was stuff that happened. Yeah. No. Um, but my quote, I couldn't really find that that good of a quote, so I just took the one uh off the train, where uh Miles goes, Nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. And then just. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. 
It's not Iconio Miles Morales. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not Spanish, my bad. Unbelievable. Let me just change ethnicities real quick. <laughs> no. Johnny, would you like anyway, to Anyway, um to break the awkwardness here, let's say my favorite scene quote. Um for me, my favorite scene is probably the most hectic scene in the entire movie in my opinion. It's when Miles lures all the spider people away from the spider HQ and then he puts that shit right back in their face. Um that's great. And when Gwen it's like, yeah, well, he had a plan, clearly. And Peter B. Parker says, oh, yeah, see, he, I am a good mentor after all. And that whole scene is just so hectic. And then you see Miles, like, shit on uh, Miguel. And I feel like it's so, there's so much going on that, like, every little aspect you look at, there's always something, uh, like, something new that you'll you'll learn from it. Um, and it, the action's great. The lines are fucking amazing. Um, I feel like this is the best scene in the film um, by far. I don't feel I don't think there's anything that comes close to it. Um, surprisingly, my favorite quote is not the same as yours, Vinny. Um, I I like that quote, but I feel like there were other really good ones that uh, I could totally mention. Um, but before I jump into my favorite quote. I have one secondary scene real quick. Uh, it's kind of like a quote and scene that go together. Um, so it's between Miles and uh, Paviter P- Parker from Moonbutton when they're talking about the chai tea, that little short scene when Paviter says, oh, it, don't just say chai tea. That means you're saying TT. What do you want? Some, you know what I mean? Coffee, coffee with yeah, cream, 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 cream. I thought that was really it was stupid, but it was funny because it, yeah. it makes sense because chai tea is tea. Yeah. Um. So that's my favorite like sub scene and quote. And then my actual favorite quote was from Gwen. It's when she says, "I didn't want to join a band, so I started my own." I thought that was really, really clever. Um, real quick, you just reminded me. Do you know? You know the like dark and gloomy, uh, Peter Parker that. Gwen sends back to wherever, like at the end of the film. Oh, like he's got like the sweatshirt, like the lightish blue sweatshirt on. Uh-huh. You know who that? Who you know who voices that character? Why? Why can't I think of it? Of the, the of the actual the guy. character. Yeah, he's the one that's like up against the wall. And like was oh like, oh yes 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 oh my god yeah this shit was crazy you know who voices him yeah fucking Andy oh Samberg god. I know yeah really it's crazy yeah playing struggling Spider Man yeah that shit was wild I had no idea yeah that's crazy I know um but there's there's so many so there's many more so Easter many. eggs yeah. that we can go through man um but we just don't have the time. Um, I gotta get to bed and get get sleep and rest up. Yeah, um, so let's give our our final ratings here. Gabe, let you go first again as your our guest. Um, so we rate these on four different scales. We added a new rating uh, since you've been here last. So we're doing acting out of ten, plot, rewatchability, and then your overall score. So 
Let's see what you got. Um. Well, the plot was, I for I don't want to call back to the last episode. Like I don't, I forget what score I might have given it. Yeah. But I think the plot out of ten, I would probably give it like a solid nine. It had it. It's it had its own like different aspect to it compared to the other one. It was more introductory to a sequel compared to like oh this movie is just about the like a certain thing versus this the across the spider-verse it leads into so i think the plot of this across the spider-verse is in a sense i wouldn't want to consider it worse than into the spider-verse it's just not as good yeah it's good in its in its own right. Yeah. But I can see why people like this one more than the first and vice versa. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you can so. make an argument for both. Yeah, exactly. And what was the second one? What are we doing? Uh, acting. Acting. Acting, I have to say, is just as good as Into. Yeah. It's the voice acting was top notch. It was it if just as powerful so i forget what i give into but across gotta give it a nine five damn and rewatchability rewatchability i mean this i'm for rewatchability sense i would say it has a lot of rewatchability potential Mm-hmm. But I, you already, once you rewatch it, it doesn't have the same kick. Yeah, that's, that's right. Why I rarely rewatch anything. Right, I have to really enjoy something to rewatch it, and this is one of those things that I will probably end up rewatching. So I enjoyed the movie a lot overall. I would give it nine point two five. Okay. Really, really digging in to your score yeah. there. Okay. Well, for me, I'm not nearly as close to my overall score, but um, there's a couple factors that bring it down. So we'll start with acting. Acting, again, it was phenomenal as the first one. I'm going to give it a nine. The plot, it was really, really great, and especially that twist at the end. Um I loved it. The plot was really, really unique. And I was a little bit bored with certain parts. And then you get that twist and your fucking jaw just drops to the floor. So that totally makes up for it. I I, I think so. So I'm giving plot a nine. Rewatchability, it's a Spider-Man movie. So therefore, I'm going to rewatch it a million times. So that's a nine. And overall, I'm stuck between like an 8.5 and a nine. Closer to the nine side. But... For me, this movie is getting a lower score simply because the music wasn't as good as the first one. The music is kind of what like attaches you to that movie. If you hear a song, you hear Sunflower from the first movie, and you're like, oh, that's from Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. And you're like, oh, that, mo- that movie's so good, and then you want to rewatch it. For this, oh, there yeah. aren't many songs that are like you hear on the radio or whatever you listen to music on, and you're like, oh, that song's from this. Right. There's, I have five songs that I enjoyed from this movie, and that's a stretch. 
There are some that are like I'm not super keen on, but there's a couple that are good. Um, I just feel like I needed more in terms of the music because the music is so impactful in movies. We've talked about it a million times on the show before, um, and it can make or break a movie, to be honest. Yeah. No, I get you. So my overall score is between an 8.5 and a 9, <clears throat> but again, closer to the 9, maybe like an 8.7. Right. So 8.752. Sure. That works. Um, um, so before you start, I just wanted to throw one quick thing about music. Um, you are all familiar with What's Up Danger from Into. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't know if I might have mentioned this, but I came out to that song at a judo tournament. Yes, you did. Yeah, tell you that. did. Yeah. I don't know if I might have told you guys. Yeah, or... no, I think you said it on the show. I you might, you might have, yeah. Because that's my favorite song from Into. And I I see why your rating was so low regarding the music, because it didn't have that that re-listening aspect to it. So yeah. I kind of understand why you why you felt so strongly that the music wasn't as impactful. Yeah. And then didn't you say you got shit on? I get shit on? No, you won, I thought. I thought you lost. But oh, I yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're making fun of me all night. Again. I gotta. You try to <laughs> judo. It's hard, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, my scores for voice acting, I'm gonna give it a nine. Plot is a nine. Uh, like I said, I liked the aspect of the plot. I wasn't too fond of the execution. It's kind of why I didn't give it. A ten, yeah. Um, rewatchability. <sighs> I'm gonna get some heat for this, but I'm gonna give it a seven. I don't think it has the same rewatchability as the first one. I could rewatch the first one like a ton. Are you sure about that? Yes, one hundred percent. Seven is a stretch, bro. Because I even even rewatching it now, like yes, it was it was you know it was cool to rewatch. But at the same time, even like what Gabe was saying, how, you know, if you rewatch something, it, you know, it kind of loses its pizzazz, I guess you could say. It's razzle dazzle. Not Spider-Verse, though. The initial into the first one, like... the first one, it doesn't. But this one, I feel like it's it's a little too long. Yeah. Yeah. There are parts within the middle of the story that are like. Fluff. Like, yeah. do we really need to see Gwen go to the like office building to see what the spot did? Like, we could have just we could have we could have probably gotten rid of that. Like, there's just there's just stuff that could have been. There's a lot cut of fluff. Out. That's all. Yeah, and that's why that's why I'm giving rewatchability a seven. Not saying it's terrible. I'm not saying yeah. I would never, never rewatch it. But like, you know, no, I hear you. It's it's something that like, oh, maybe I would choose to rewatch it. You know, here and there, not like yeah. No, I got you. Comments flame this man. <laughs> um, and yeah. overall, I'm gonna give this movie an eight, uh, due to the fact of the music, like John was saying, um, and and. The the way they executed the plot. Um, not that it was terrible, but I think it could have could have been better. That's fair. 
and I is it is it fair, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, and and I mean an eighth there's... low, but like the music is such a big impact for me. Yeah, especially especially if you know how big the music was for the first one, like how are you not going to play on that? Yeah, that's fair in that sense. That's what makes me angry is because they knew they knew how good the music went with the first movie and it's like how are you how are you not gonna continue that one would have thought they would have but i don't know but yeah and also like i said i just don't think it's better than the first one neither do i that's why like i can't give it something close like i think i i still gave it like a 4.5 out of five but like on on my on letterbox i i do a bunch of movies on letterbox and i feel like i still give it a high rating but yeah, it yeah. might need to be lowered but um i only but, me personally i gave it a higher rating because this movie had a little bit more hispanic representation that means a lot to me considering that he's fair. miles is half puerto rican i'm not puerto rican i'm not sure what race miguel o'hara is but yeah i don't know the spanish representation the hispanic representation is what really it i held it close to my heart yeah well um that kind of wraps up this episode john do you want to list off the socials and don't screw it up like you did last time uh so if you guys want to follow us on instagram you can go to one shot movie podcast official you can find us there if you want to go to our twitter that is one shot movie pod if you want to find us on TikTok, One Shot Movie Podcast. And then we are also on Facebook, One Shot Movie Podcast. Yes. And to get your merch like what Gabe is wearing, you will not be able to get that, but you can get something just like it. Um, you can go to One Shot Movie Podcast.net. Um, it has changed because they wanted more money and we didn't want to give them more money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You can follow John and I on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Savetta1212. John's is jbuffa underscore. And Gabe, where can everybody find you? Uh, My Instagram is Gabe double underscore Bernal. B-E-R-N-A-L. And yeah, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on the show, Gabe. Um, Be here ready to come back for Beyond. Yeah, let's just never talk until Beyond comes out and then no, oh, we're not going to talk not, for five more years. Let's not talk for let's not talk for a year, and then have like, Beyond come out, and then we'll reach out. Like you ready to do another episode? Let's do it. All right. Thank you so much for being on, Gabe. Yeah. It was a pleasure. I'm grateful well, to be here. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys did like what you heard or watched today, please consider leaving a like hitting subscribe or follow and don't forget to ding dong that notification bell. So you're made aware whenever we make a post. I didn't think you were going to say that. And you're a hater. Shut up. Um, But also leave us a review on Apple podcast. That would be awesome. If you guys like the show, give us a couple star rating, whatever you think is appropriate. And if you could leave a review, that would be awesome. Yes. Next episode is coming out July 17th. And that's a wrap.